The effect of the pandemic on cities and states, hint, they are businesses too. Uh, Keep listening to this if you aren't easily offended by the COVID stuff. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Honestly, I've put off writing anything related to COVID because it's one of the most divisive issues in the world and I'm almost guaranteed to piss half of you off. But I would like to discuss something very specific that I think people are underestimating that holds true regardless of what you think about lockdowns. Now, cities and states are businesses too. Honestly, it kind of boggles my mind that most people don't understand this. Technically, in order for a city or state to function, it needs money, right? Where does it get that money from tax revenue? Here's where it gets really serious and why I think certain cities will take decades to recover from this if they ever recover. Um, 20% of the population pays more taxes than the rest of the 80% combined. Honestly, it's probably closer to the 1% rule again, which we discussed from yesterday. 1% of the population pays more taxes than the rest of the 99% combined. That's just the truth. It's how things have been for hundreds of years, if not forever. It's why the Pareto principle, commonly referred to as the 80-20 rule, is so deadly in this situation. Now, let's think critically about this 1% of the population. What characteristics do they have? Number one, they have optionality. If you are a multimillionaire, you have options, plain and simple. You can shop where you want, live where you want, and travel where you want at the drop of a hat. Number two, adaptability. It's rare that someone generates multi-millions without being adaptive. They've likely crossed multiple career paths or started multiple enterprises, sometimes in different industries, before landing on success. They've lived and worked in more places than the average person. I could go on with more characteristics, but those are the only two that are necessary. I could argue that the 1% who pay the majority of the taxes in every important city and state in the world have extreme optionality and adaptability. Now, let me ask you a question. If you are treated badly at a business once, even if you are a regular customer, will you ever go back? Of course not. I mean, at least I wouldn't. Now, what do you think the one percenters would do in the same situation? Of course they won't go back, right? You can argue your case for lockdowns or COVID in the comments if you want. I really don't care. But here's what I know. A, the business of the city or state is pissing people off. They are treating their best customers with disdain. Their best customers don't have to stay and they won't stay. And and C, they probably are never going to come back, ever. I'm not trying to make a political statement here. I'm just telling you what I'm hearing from a lot of one percenters in all the major hubs that have been heavily locked down this entire time. New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, Seattle. There is a mass exodus from those cities and it's not proportional. The rich are leaving and my argument is that they are not going to go back. For instance, my wife and I have been blessed enough to work with a realtor in Miami recently. Miami is wide open and honestly quite wonderful. People are happy and living their lives. He isn't even a popular realtor. He's far from that, but he is doing seven to 10 one-year leases per day for people moving in from those cities that I listed above per day. I realize that's a small sample size, but you don't have to be a genius to understand that most of those people are never going to go back. Why should they? The taxes are higher, they've already been burned, and that trust has completely been eroded. It's like saying you're going to go back and eat at that restaurant with that waitress who was extremely rude to you, but you never actually do it. I just think it's crazy how big of an effect this is going to have and for how long. I think people are totally underestimating it. It's not like all these rich people are broadcasting their movements. It's not exactly the most popular topic to discuss these days, but they are moving nonetheless. And when you consider that cities and states really are businesses at their core, we need to ask ourselves, will this business survive? 
Are my revenues too small to support my expenses? When they are, what do we cut? Do we cut the maintenance of the roads? Do we cut the schools? Do we cut the police force? Do we cut the city halls and the courtrooms? I don't know, guys. I'm not saying I have all the answers, and I really hope I'm wrong about this. But if there was a stock market for cities, I would be super extremely bearish on the outlook of those cities that have had prolonged lockdowns and extremely bullish on the cities that haven't. Because regardless of politics and viewpoints, the money is moving. And when the money moves, things change, and they change forever. Just food for thought. I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm tensing up for the dumpster fire that is going to happen in the comments below. I'll see you guys later. Peace.